Welcome back to Before They Called Me Coach, where we dive into different Springfield College's coaches' lives before college coaching. I'm your host, Sean Doyle, and today we're joined by men's lacrosse coach, Coach Keith Bugby. Coach, welcome to the show. Great to be here. Thank you. So, Coach, this is your – just started your 39th season as the head coach of the men's lacrosse program on campus. You're also associate professor of physical education – been one of the winningest lacrosse coaches in uh, collegiate history. So if you can just think back before all that, uh, like where did you grow up and what was your life like as a kid? Yeah, I, I grew up in the uh, little north of Boston in that area. And, um, you know, just uh, sports were always a big part of my life. Played probably more traditional sports growing up, you know, um, you know, basic kid stuff and touch football and a lot of, a lot of street hockey going up in the Boston area. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, just, you know, just always, always active. We're always doing stuff with, you know, I live in a neighborhood with a lot of kids. So we get out and just horse around a lot and play a lot of different kinds of stuff. So very active. So which sport was your favorite? And I have to ask, did you play baseball with the baseball lacrosse rivalry? Yeah, a, a little bit. You know, I don't know if I really had a favorite. I mean, I mean, in high school, I didn't I actually I didn't start playing lacrosse till I was in college. Um, but like in high school, I played I did play some baseball. I played soccer. I played uh, basketball. Um, yeah, I, I really, you know, very different times back then. You didn't really specialize like the kids do now. So I pretty much played everything. And then when the next season came, I started up the next sport, you know. Right. But I wasn't exactly in a, uh, you know, very much a blue collar kid. I wasn't really, I know you got a golf shirt on right there. I <laughs> love, no, I'm certainly taking up golf now, but I didn't grow up playing golf or ski or do those kind of things. It was more like real traditional athletic stuff, you know, typical sports. But I've certainly taken up golfing and skiing. A lot of it probably post-college, you know? Right. So you said you didn't start lacrosse until college. I also saw that you played soccer in college. How did uh, getting into lacrosse in college go? Yeah. And, you know, I went, I went to college to play, to play soccer. And I was actually, I was a physical education major at Keene state. When I went to school and I had a skills class and it was a lacrosse skills class taught by the lacrosse coach, you know, and honestly, it, it, it may sound weird that I didn't play that much, but that wasn't that uncommon from back then. I mean, a lot of the, a lot of coaches, I mean, if the game is not that old, so a lot of guys, my age kind of picked up the sport later. Um, but I, I was in the skills class. I just fell in love with it. And I said, wow, this is a really cool game. And, and it seemed like it actually fit my skill set better than anything else I ever played before. You know, I, I was a pretty good runner. I, I liked, I liked the contact a little bit. It was, it was a lot of scoring. It was just a fun game. So I kind of really got addicted to it. Um, then and I saw, I went off the team and made the team and, you know, the team was made up of a lot of guys on like myself, you know, I'm pretty good athletes who just kind of picked up the game. And, and then most of my, my playing came like, uh, after college playing like club ball stuff, summer league stuff, things like that. I just really, really got really addicted to the game, got you know, really into it. So I really, um, I, I literally fell in love with it, to be honest with you. So I just really, and I started, started going from there with it. So thinking back to uh, soccer, since you played that when you were younger, did you yeah. have dreams of playing soccer in college or was that just something that happened? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely wanted to, I definitely wanted to play something in college, you know, um, soccer was a sport that seemed like make the most sense to me. Uh, I, I, you know, five, 10, 
basketball guy. I don't think basketball is going to, I mean, I think I played a little intramural basketball in college, you know, I think my career was going to be heading that way. That's for sure. Um, so yeah, but so, but then obviously when I, once I got into lacrosse, I stopped playing soccer. I just, okay. I really just focused on lacrosse. I mean, I just, I just really liked it a lot more. I, I found it really, really fun. And when I got out of college, I did do some coaching in both soccer and lacrosse, but I even, I found I like coaching lacrosse better too than soccer. So I kind of definitely turned away from that sport and entirely pivoted toward lacrosse, you know? Gotcha. So when you were growing up, what was your dream job? Was it to be a college coach or was? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, honestly, when I was really little, I wanted to be a forest ranger. <laughs> <laughs> and I, that's what I really wanted. I always, I've always, I've always been kind of an outdoor guy. And I always thought that would be really cool to be like a park ranger or forest. I, the show Lassie was on when I was a kid. And that was about a, a guy who had a forest ranger, had a dog and a pickup truck and, mm-hmm. That seemed like the life for me. So I, it sounds like I was very interested in it, but it, it soon, once I got into college, I, I focused on um, uh, physical education. And I really thought that, uh, you know, that I'd be a, a, a teacher coach probably. But honestly, when I, I don't know if I'm getting ahead of myself with your questions here, but when I, um, when I came to grad school here at Springfield, my thought was I, I, I was going to be a, a, probably a, a, a prep school AD. I one of the, one of the coaching jobs I had before I came to Springfield was I taught at St. Mark's and coached at St. Mark's, a prep school in Southboro, Mass. Okay. And I really thought that was a pretty cool lifestyle. So mm-hmm. I thought I might be like a prep school AD, but I was a GA with lacrosse team, and I really started really. And I coached high school lacrosse before Springfield, okay. um, but I, I really kind of fell in love with coaching at this level, you know. So what uh, what was your playing career like in college for lacrosse? Um, I mean, the, fortunately for me, the program wasn't very good, you know, so that was good because I, I didn't have a lot of skill set, you know, I was a good athlete, but I didn't have a, a refined skill set, I would say. So I, I played midfield where you could get, I was a good runner and kind of like half back in soccer, I could get up and down the field. So I'd say my skill set was just, I was kind of a grinder and, and, uh, you know, liked it, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I put a lot of time and I actually got my skills got pretty good. I really put a lot. I just fell in love with it so much. I spent a lot of lacrosse, the kind of sport you can, you can get good at if you put some time and it's kind of hard to get good at soccer without playing it. I mean, you can't kick a ball off a wall, you know what I mean? Or even baseball gets old really quick to throw in a ball, but in lacrosse, when you can, you can spend hours and hours and hours of like bouncing a ball off a wall and playing catch, you know? Mm-hmm. So my skills got pretty good, but you know, fortunately the problem wasn't all that, wasn't all that like good. So, allowed a guy like me to get some playing time you know <laughs> so you mentioned that you um you did some high school coaching before you went mm-hmm. to prep school when did it kind of sink in with you that coaching was the path that you wanted to take pretty pretty quickly I mean even when I student taught I coached like a middle school soccer team and I really enjoyed that a lot I just really enjoyed it I, I mean it, I like the teaching obviously too but the coaching was just really I mean, just the connections I was making you know and, you know, I just learned very quickly it's a relationship sport. You know, it's a great place to get to know kids and get build a relationship with them. So I really had a blast coaching these middle school kids. And then when I when I got done, I got a job in Winchester, Mass. And I taught uh, uh, phys ed in the school system in Winchester. But I started out coaching some middle school soccer and then moved up to be the assistant varsity coach at Winchester High School. And then I ended up... Uh, coaching lacrosse as well there too. So I, I, I put, co- coached both those sports. Then I got the job at St. Mark's and coached lacrosse there uh, for a little while. And then, uh, yeah, I just, I just really felt like this is probably what I should be doing in life. You know? 
Mm -hmm. So you went to Springfield College for your master's degree. What was yep. your experience like being uh, in school at Springfield and being a GA for the lacrosse team? It, it was busy. I mean, being a GA was really busy. And when my wife, we just got married. So we came on, we moved out to Boston area. I'm out to Springfield area from Boston. And, um, you know, I was a full-time, it was a two-year program. So I was a full-time student and a full-time, you know, GA coaching the team. Um, but, um, you know, it was a great experience. I mean, it was, uh, I, 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 I think I just learned that I want to be a coach and I found, I thought what I've really discovered was I, as much as I like coaching high school kids, I still think I'd, I would, I think I'd be effective at that group, but mm -hmm. I felt like I really enjoyed working with a little bit older population. I work with college kids, you know, I just felt like that might be, that really seemed to fit me the best. Mm -hmm. I just really felt like that was so that's when I really started thinking. And I think at this college, I, although I, at the time, like I said, I was thinking about being a prep school AD, and I would have coached obviously at that school too. But um, just right place, right time, and I was able to get stay on. The head coach I worked with um, uh, just decided to get out of coaching, okay. and the job opened up my second year there. You know, so right place, right time. Right. So I meant to ask this uh, earlier. What position did you play in lacrosse or position? Midfield, yeah. Midfield, yep, 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 yep. Okay. I, like to, I like to run. <laughs> Not too much now, but I like to run then. Right. So, <laughs> uh, thinking back to when you were you first took the head coaching job here at Springfield College, did you ever think or in your wildest dreams imagine that you'd be as successful as you are today with the over 600 winning percentage, the 33 postseason appearances, national championship, most wins in New England lacrosse history? Uh, no way. I mean, <laughs> that, that probably the furthest thing from my mind. I mean, I just, it was, you know, I'll always be indebted to Springfield College. They, they took a gamble kind of hiring a young, I think it was like a 25-year-old head coach. That's pretty young, you know, mm -hmm. and they just, they took a gamble with me, which I appreciate. Um, and I was just, you know, the last thing I was thinking about was all that stuff. I mean, it was just like one day at a time and just kind of, you know, I wasn't coaching guys much, much younger than me, you know? Mm -hmm. So it was really just focused on that. And, you know, it, it just, things evolve over time. Like you just have to realize that, that, you know, I mean, I, I just realized quickly that I, I can probably win at Springfield because I'll get, I have good athletes. Mm -hmm. And then as you know, I just think I probably evolved as a coach and I hired really good assistants and learned how to recruit. I mean, I, a lot of it was self-taught. I mean, one, one thing I, I always envy guys who, sometimes get hired at a school where they work with sort of like a great coach for several years and get mentored. No one really mentored me. I mean, to an extent, I mean, the, the coach I worked with was a football coach. Okay. He was even a lacrosse guy here at Springfield and he was assistant football coach. So they said, Oh, by the way, you're, you're coaching lacrosse. But again, the program at Springfield wasn't that established either. You know I mean? It wasn't like as strong as it is now. So, I mean, I, I mean, I honestly wouldn't mind coaching under someone like myself for a few years. I mean, I think, I think my GAs learn a lot me because i've been doing this a long time so right um i never really had that so a little i felt a little bit a little self-taught a little bit so i certainly wasn't thinking about national titles or <laughs> winning percentage or i was just trying to kind of you know on the job of training kind of stuff you know <laughs> right so after uh 39 <coughs> seasons at any point did you ever think uh maybe i should maybe i should give this a shot at the next level whether it be mm -hmm. division two division one yeah, I mean, I mean, I think there was a time probably probably after we won the national title in the late 80s. You know, I think I honestly was probably a little of a hot commodity, a little bit because we'd had some real success here and 
So I did have some programs reach out to me um, and I did apply. I was a finalist at Dartmouth and a file, uh, finalist at Lehigh in Pennsylvania. And in uh, both positions were, were, was where my thought was maybe, maybe try the D1 level, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, <coughs> honestly, I went up there, interviewed, spent a whole day out there um, and didn't get, did, was a finalist for both, but didn't get the positions, but really wasn't all that disappointed. I, I think when I left there, I wasn't really sure that I really wanted it anyway. It just, it's, it was a, a world I'm not sure I really wanted to be in. I think division three fits me to where I want to be. I think, I don't think I'm a, I mean, I think I could coach division one. I just don't think I want what goes with that, you know? Right. And uh, I don't think that's and on. And I, you know, I look, I look at like both those positions since, since I interviewed there back in the eighties, they've had like, I don't know, 10 coaches. I mean, coaches don't stay there for 39 years. It's just a different world, you know, right. they get they, you know, you stay there for years, you don't have a lot of success. You're out of there. You know what I mean? You know? Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, it just wasn't for me. So, and you know, and then, and I really stopped looking, you know what I mean? I, mean, I think it was pretty obvious that, uh, to people that my name wasn't, don't, don't, don't call me. I'm not really interested, you know? So I, people stopped calling me, which is fine. And, and now I'm old. Nobody calls me anymore, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so with the, there being a few years in between you, when you first got to Alden street to now, how would you say that you've grown the most as when, like when you first came on as a GA with the program coaching to now? Hmm. That's a really good question. Um, I think I'm, uh, I'd like to think I'm um, even more effective with the guys. Like, I think I've learned um, a lot about just how to develop relationships with these guys and how to, uh, what it takes to be successful and what, what are the expectations that are realistic for me to put on them, you know, um, learn, learn how to recruit a little bit. So we try to speak. To me, it's everything's culture. At the end of the day, everything's culture. That's all. You know, that's the biggest thing in coaching is what is your team culture. And I think over the years, I've really learned what is appropriate team culture for Springfield College, for Division Three, and then specifically for me. And then try to recruit kids that fit that culture, have assistant coaches that fit that culture, the schedule that fits that culture. You know, and I think I'm really I know what our culture needs to be. You know, that's why we play such a very, very uh, demanding schedule because I've learned that our guys respond, even if you don't win all those games, especially early in the year, like right now, you get better and you, and you put you in a position where you want to be in May, not in February, you know? So I think, I think it's the biggest thing. I think I'm the keeper of the culture. I think that's my biggest responsibility here is to maintain the culture here, you know, and that, but that encompasses everything. It's like who, who, who's, who's playing here, who's coaching here who you playing, you know, how you go about your business every day. So that's, that's probably the thing I've learned the most, how to maintain that, you know? Right. When would you say that you found out what you wanted your team culture to be? Was it after a few years of coaching or is it still different year to year based on the group of guys that you have? Um, I mean, pretty, pretty early. I mean, definitely not right away. Cause like I said, when I was so young, I was so wet behind the years. I mean, I would think I was just trying to figure out how to do this whole thing, but then, you know, after, you know, you know, after maybe, you know, four or five years of and maybe, you know, getting like, not that I didn't like the guys I inherited, but those are guys you inherited. I mean, some of them are great, obviously, but um, eventually you get your own guys in there and your own staff in there. And then you're really starting to see what we're capable of, you know? And I realized like, I think I've only had one losing season. I realized that you can win here, you know what I mean? Right. And, but do it in the right way, you know, and play a good schedule. And, 
you know, compete for our league titles and things like that. Try to, you know, try to, I mean, you know, we, we've, we've become a national, in my mind, a national program. Like our goal is the NCAA tournament. It's not just to, you know, try to make our league tournament. I mean, you know, our, our job is to, to win it and get the tournaments. That's so that's my scopes were on that is that came pretty early. You know, I mean, I've fortunate my second year here, we made the tournament, we made the NCAAs. So I was able to taste it pretty quick. And once you taste it, it's, you, you, you like it. You know what I mean? It's, you're always chasing really fun to go to the NCAAs, you know? What's that? <laughs> so you're always chasing it after that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's really cool. It's really, it's, it's such a high, like being at that level, you know, right. You know, when you're kind of an elite group, you know? So stepping away from coaching a little bit, um, I want to talk a little about a bit about your show up initiative yeah. that you were talking that you've instilled and been talking about on campus. If you could just go over that a little bit with me and how important that is to you and also to the team. It's more important than anything else we've talked about. Mm -hmm. I mean, really to me, that's really all that really matters to an extent. I mean, um, you know, I use the expression a lot that I recruit guys for 40 years, not four, like what they learned during the four years are with me um, and what they get out of it, not just from me, but just from the experience, from the culture, again, is really what matters to me. That's kind of what, that, that to me defines what kind of human being they're going to be, what kind of father and husband they're going to be when they get out of here and stuff. So that's, that's to me, the, the most important thing. If you win some games too, that's kind of fun. That's gravy on it. I think, you know, it's great, but you know, it's not about that. And then the, the show up thing just, you know, honestly it was initiated through a very, for a tragic experience in my life. My, my, my wife and I lost our oldest daughter in, in, in 2018. And, you know, she's just a really special, special person. Um, and um, it's really, um, we, it just defined for my wife and I, how important it is to deal with adversities in life and how you deal with like how you develop your own sort of village in your life of people that help you that show up for you. And then hopefully in turn, you show up for them because, you know, the older you get, the more you realize that life's not, not easy for some you know, things happen mm -hmm. at some level. And other, hopefully not the level we're at, but at some level and people need other people to show up for them and support them. And, and, you know, it's, I can't think of a more team, a better team concept than showing up for each other. And, and, uh, and, you know, what a great, that's why I love talking to athletes about it. Cause what a great opportunity to practice it. They get to do it every single day. You know, they show up for each other and as teammates and support each other, but then hopefully well beyond their playing career is over, you know? So I just, it's that certainly became a topic or a subject that was really near and dear to my heart. And, um, I was, uh, I was offered the humanics professor position this year. And with that comes like, you got an opportunity to do something re relative to humanics. And it, it was very quickly decided in my mind that this is what I want to do with it. So I, I did that initial talk to the student body. I'd already done that talk a couple of times okay. before that with um, one to, to all the spring athletes one, one day. And then uh, send some individual teams, volleyball, uh, men's volleyball, men's and women's basketball. It asked me to talk to them about this. So I'd already kind of had that ball rolling. And then once I had that, so that forum to do it, I, I jumped on it. And then since then, it's, I've probably done like 15 talks this year to various groups all over the place. You know, it's just, it's been pretty, uh, pretty cool, you know? Yeah, I so. think you're totally right. It's so important to instill in everyone, not just, 
athletes, but everyone around on campus, off campus, everywhere. It's just so important. Yeah. And then just one final question for you, a little little bit different from what we were just talking about. At one point, I know you probably don't want to, at one point you're going to retire or the coaching career is going to come to an end. Yep. What do you think at when you decide to call it quits, you're done coaching is going to be your one moment, one highlight, the memory, the proudest moment of your career? Is it the national championship? Is it all the guys you've coached? Anything? You know, it, it, it probably will be the national championship, but not for why you would think. It, it won't be the national championship per se, although that was wicked cool. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. No, no question about it. I mean, just, you know, a chance to win that is, but it was, that will always be an incredibly special team, regardless of whether we'd won that that day. It was just, I mean, I've loved all my teams. So I, I don't know if this gets out to all the <laughs> students, you know, I'm not like, I, I really have loved all my guys, but right. if there's ever like a special group, it was that group. I mean, it feels like I'm the one I'm still the closest to. And we're talking, you know, mid eighties now it's been a while. And a couple of them, like I talked to literally every other day, you know, and, and really close to their families. And, you know, and then, and with the cool thing is a lot of our guys went into coaching, which is really cool. But that group, like that entire group is in coaching. It seems like, you know, almost every single bunch of guy in that team ended up co- is coaching somewhere, almost at the high school, college, you know, it's just really special group of guys, but I've had, a, I could, I could name you so many groups that I've loved just like that, but you know, I mean, it accumulated with a with national title, which is great, but it was just more just how, how they went about their business. That group it really just absolutely the funnest group too. Like they just, they just were, they cracked me up all the time, you know, they were right. just, but they were so competitive. It was just fun. You know, that national championship was just like the cherry on top. It, absolutely yeah i mean even if we hadn't won it i'd still be saying the same thing but mm-hmm. but but i'm not surprised that team won it because that's the way they were you know what i mean they 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 were uh, they did not want to they did not like to lose they were really really competitive group of guys you know right well coach bugby thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to meet with me i know you guys have uh traveling to Rutgers this weekend so mm-hmm. good yep. luck this weekend best of luck to everyone Appreciate it. Enjoyed the conversation with you. Did a great job. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Have a good day. You as well. Thank you. Yep. Bye-bye.